<coughs> oh, good. 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 We're going to choose that as a great time to cough. Huh? Cody? You're going to choose right as you press record? That's, that's when you're going to choose to have a throat irritation? Come on. If any of you are first-time listeners, I'm talking to myself. I'm Cody. And uh, I can't start this podcast not awkwardly. It's just a curse. It's a fucking curse. I swear to God. Oh my God. But I, and it's just, it's just about me not evolving as a podcast host, you know, I'm just not really getting any better. It's crazy. Anyways, um, sitting here, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, sort of beautiful. I don't really know. Actually, I haven't looked out the window yet. <laughs> sort of, I can see out the corner of my apartment is a little bit sunny. It's been, it's been foggy as fuck the past couple of days. Um, but anyways, uh, we're here. We're drinking a cup of Joe as usual here, just so you can, just so I can prove it to you. <coughs> I just went straight down the throat hole. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tired, honestly. I um, just got back from Chicago on uh, Monday. No, Sunday. Jesus, see, I'm so off. I'm still not recovered from the weekend. I went there to visit uh, a good, a couple good friends who live in Chicago, and uh, it was also because they were doing the the old St. Patty's Day uh, parade. They do like a big parade in Chicago, and they dye the whole river green. Um, you know, whatever that river is that runs through Chicago, <laughs> I should definitely know that. This is something you'll learn about me as the podcast goes on. Is I just don't know anything, just anything about pretty much everything. Like geograph, like I, I'm really shitty at like maps. I don't know capitals. I don't know where shit is on the on on the earth. Like if you ask me right now where Serbia was, I'd be like, I don't know, Russia. That might even be correct. I don't know. You know what I mean? So I added the river that runs through Chicago. That one. I'm, I want to say Michigan River. Is that fucking stupid? Is that really, that sounds right. But some of you might right now might be rolling your eyes so hard at that. But anyways, they they let a bunch of green shit go. I don't even know what it is. Green dye of some sort. And the whole river turns like bright green. Like I'm talking like nuclear waste green, right? I'm talking like you drink some of the river water and you grow a third dick. For those of you who have two, I guess. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was crazy fun. Uh, I posted a picture of myself, you know, drinking green beer, dressed in green a little bit. I had like a green necklace on and I said, hey, happy St. Pat- Patty's Day. And all of the comments on Instagram were like, dude, it's next week, you fucking idiot. It's next week. A uh, little bit early, isn't it? A little bit early, huh? It's next week. I know it's fucking next week. Okay, I, what I meant was I was celebrating it then. That's not, you can, you can, that's not insulting. People celebrate Halloween a week early when it's fucking th- on a Wednesday or some weird ass day, you know? That's always the worst, right? When dope ass holidays like that, like the ones you want to party for are on some weird day, like yeah, like a Wednesday or Tuesday. And so you're never really sure. You're like, I don't, do I, you know, there's parties the week before and the week after. And you're like, I don't know, do I go to both? Right? Seems like a little bit overkill in terms of getting dressed up and partying in the name of Halloween. 
right? And then the energy is kind of split between both weekends, right? Whereas if it's on a Friday, it's like, all right, this is Halloween and everyone knows it. And we're all going to get fucked up because today is Halloween, right? When, but when it's on a Wednesday, it's like, ah, I don't know. It's not like quite, to, like, I feel wrong getting too fucked up, you know, the Saturday before because it's not really Halloween, right? And then, and then the week after, it's like, yeah, but it's, it's over. So it's like, should we really be celebrating anymore? Probably not, right? I feel like we just want to party for some reason. And so we're just using Halloween as an excuse. You know, you might as well be selling, celebrating the next Halloween. Fuck it, right? Not really, but you get what I'm saying. And then, and then when it's on a Wednesday, it's like the only thing that really happens is like everyone at your office stresses up, which is always like the worst thing ever. You know, because like some people don't dress up and then the people who dress up give the other. It's like, it's like when you're not wearing green on St. Patty's Day, you know, someone at the office comes up and like pinches you and you're like, all right, I'm going to complain to HR about that. <laughs> you know, on the office Christmas party, it's like, I don't know, someone, and it's always like the, the costumes are always half-assed because you're not like, you don't want to like walk around the office all day in a fucking costume. So then you like bring the costume for like the party that you're going to have or like a happy hour that, ever, that they're going to throw at 5 p.m. or whatever. You throw on some like half-assed costume just so you can stand around and drink. Ah, oh, man, I'm depressing myself. <laughs> this is why I got out of the corporate world right there because of office Halloween parties. How did I even start talking about this? Oh, Chicago, right? So St. Patty's Day, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, um, that part of that, that city just gets crazy for uh, St. Patty's Day. It's like a, a mutual understanding that at 9 a.m. or even earlier, we got up at like 7 a.m. on Saturday, which is when the St. Patty's Day parade was. And it's when all the shit goes down for St. Patty's Day. So we woke up at like 7 a.m., and went down to the Safeway or whatever to get booze because the person who I was staying with, my friend, he was having a big party. And uh, so we're down at the grocery store at like 8 a.m. buying a whole bunch of booze. And there was like 50 other people doing the exact same thing, all dressed in green, all ready to go party. It's like a mutual understanding in that city that it, that starting at like 8 a.m. or 9 a.m., like the party begins, which is insane. It's such a it's such a funny thing, right? In college, we had this party called Tailgate, which has since been shut down because some crazy shit happened. But um, Tailgate used to be well. I mean, obviously, you know what a tailgate is, right? But ours was, you know, Tailgate is like when you go to a parking lot before the game or whatever, and everyone like I don't know brings a bunch of beer and stands around and drinks beer before the game, right? A lot of fun, you know. At Southern schools, it's crazy and, and great. But our tailgate, for some reason, evolved into. People waking up at like 6 a.m., everyone getting dressed up in the most absurd costumes you can possibly think of and going to this small-ass parking lot on campus and just like like raging. And I hate that word. You know, I hate using the word raging as partying because it feels like, you know, fresh. Like, I don't know. If you're 18, you can use the word raging. Yeah, we're raging. Like, what does that even mean? Just walking around, like partying so, you're partying so hard you're angry. Yeah, we were raging. We were so fucking mad because we were partying so goddamn hard. <laughs> Everyone's just walking around fucking slamming beer cans on their head, which is actually, that actually happens a lot at tailgate. So maybe that word is appropriate. 
But anyways, people were like like raging in this in the sense where like people were parting very very hard. So this is a thing that happened at at, at my college, and it was cool because in no other in no like it, it's just cool when everyone knows everyone's on the same page in terms of like we all wake up at seven. It's it's weird for one person or like a group of people to wake up at like seven a.m. and be like, all right, time to drink. Everyone else would be like, what is wrong with you? You know, that's an issue. Probably get help. You know, people are like, yeah, we're going to go on a hike. And you're like, what do you mean? It's 7 a.m. Let's, let's booze. You know, people would be like, people would be like thoroughly concerned about you. They'd be like, all right, we're going to, we're going to call your parents. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when everyone is on the same page about that, it no longer is weird. It's just like, you're weird if you don't do it at that point, you know? You're weird if you're the one that's like, all right, 7 a.m., let's uh, go for a run. Everyone else will be like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? It's time to take a shot. Go for a run. Run down to the liquor store, you know? That was a bad joke, but you get what I'm saying. So in Chicago at 9 a.m., it's a mutual understanding that everyone just fucking starts drinking and partying. It's crazy. So we had like a we had like a shit ton of people over the place by like 10 a.m. And then uh, my friend owns a bar in Chicago, so we all went there afterwards. And man, it was it was a lot of fucking fun. That city is amazing. I love Chicago. I haven't been to Chicago in uh, four four years, four years I think since so 2013. Um, and I just it just it just blows my mind how much every time I go there I fall more in love with that city. It's so so dope. If you haven't been to Chicago. First of all, why not? Definitely go there. Second of all, I guess it would be the same as the first. So just go there. You know what I mean? It's awesome. The food is fucking in- incredible. Dude, the last day we went to Portillo's, I got a lot of like tweets and shit like telling, people, telling me to go to Portillo's. People are like, go to Portillo's. It's crazy. I guess it's like the Chicago in and out sort of. It's like people from Chicago love it. It's like, you know, relative, it's like fast food-ish. I guess it's actually really fast food. It's definitely fast food. But it's like they're, you know, it's Chicago's chain. It's like born and raised in Chicago. I guess now it's kind of all over the States, but born and raised in Chicago. People from Chicago love it. People not from Chicago love it. Um, it's, I guess it's like my friend was like, it's one of the things that when people move from Chicago, it's like they miss most about the city is Portillo's. And uh, God, it just did not um, disappoint. I'll tell you that. It was fucking unreal. You go there, I got, we just all ordered so much food for some reason. You know what, you know, when you make a special trip to a special place and you're like, all right, got to get everything on the menu. You know, like you haven't been to In-N-Out in a while and you go there and you get like six cheeseburgers and then like animal style fries and just like thousands and thousands and thousands of calories worth of food. That was like the trip. We were all hung over and we were, or that was like the trip to Portillo's is what I mean. We were all hung over. We showed up there, long ass line. So by the time we went, by the time we got to the counter to make the order, we just took full advantage of that. I had like this Chicago style dog, which is kind of weird. It's like got a pickle on it and some relish and some mustard, which doesn't sound weird, but the way they make it, I don't even know how to explain this to you guys. But, and then I had an Italian beef sandwich. Shit just, I, I think I, dude, I went to Portillo's and I weighed myself after, and I gained six pounds. 
I'm kidding. I didn't gain six pounds, but it was, it was a, it was a fair amount of food. So I got to suggest if you ever go to Chicago, definitely go to Portillo's. Um, one thing I didn't do was get Lou Malandi's pizza, which is like Chicago deep dish pizza. And it's like some of the best pizza I've ever had in my life. And it was like the one goal I had for this weekend was to go there. And I just like forgot because that's how much like other good food and fun shit there is to do in Chicago. I just forgot about my favorite thing. Lumonati's pizza just didn't even occur to me. On the plane back, I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't go to Lumonati's. God damn it. Um, what else did we do? We went to this place called Cindy's, like this cocktail bar with a sick view. Uh, we went to, oh, man, it's just such a, such a dope city. It's so much fun. Everyone's just down to party and have fun. And it's great. Highly recommend going there. Um, so last time uh, we start, oh, I got to apologize, guys, for the, for the audio quality last podcast. And I'll tell you this story. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened. Because I was, I was really fucking confused. I got these mics now and I got a bunch of fucking mics. And the one I use for this podcast is really nice. Cost me a bunch of money. And uh, so I pressed. And the only thing I changed from last time, from the time before, was I, was I moved it to my living room because I wanted to record in my living room. I don't know, because it's like more spacious and... It better, it better uh, chi, <laughs> you know? And so I wanted to record in the living room. So I brought the mic in here, recorded the episode, sent it to the guy who masters it for me um, and uh, got it back. And he was like, dude, uh, he's like, what did you change this time? Like I noticed a significant drop in quality. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just moved to my living room. And he's like, I don't know. Are the walls like echoey or something? Because, but I mean like, and I, I was kind of like, yeah, they are, but, I don't understand. This fucking sounds like, it sounds like I recorded it underwater. It's so bad. If you listen to it, I mean, now it's got like, it's got like 11,000 listens. If you were one of those 11,000 people, I thoroughly apologize for that. The fact that you, if you, and if, especially if you made it through that, it literally sounds like I'm recording it on a GoPro, like 4,000 feet under the surface of the ocean. It sounds like I recorded it on an Android <laughs> sitting across the room from me. You know, I feel like Androids probably record audio shittier than iPhones. <laughs> they just do everything. No offense if you have an Android. Actually, you can take offense to that. So anyways, what happened was the reason why I was really confused. because I was like, I spent a bunch of money on this mic. What's up? It can't be, it can't just be that I moved to my living room. That made this sound so shitty. What it turned out to be because later on I was editing a video and I was trying to do some narration on the video and I figured out what it ended up being was I had my computer input just set to the normal mic on the computer. So the mic, the like I literally recorded it on my computer microphone and my computer was sitting like across the kitchen table from me. So the fact that you're even able to like make out what I'm saying at all is a fucking miracle. We're taking a quick break to thank our sponsor, TMG Studios. And before you say anything, yes, it's completely fine that my own production company sponsored my own podcast. Daddy's got to scratch his own back sometimes. When you sign up for TMG Studios, you don't just get ad-free episodes of Insanely Chill. You get all of our shows ad-free. And with the Studios tier, you get access to hundreds of unfiltered bonus episodes from our other shows like Brooke and Connor and TMG. So go to TMGstudios.tv and sign up for TMG Studios tier to get access to ad-free and bonus episodes. So last time I was like, 
I need a jingle, right? Because my thing was like, I start podcasts awkwardly and uh, I need a jingle. And so I got, I got one jingle. This guy sent me a fucking jingle. Matt Matson is his name, which actually now that I'm looking at it, Matt Matson. His sound god name is Matt Matson. Like Matt is his first name and his last name is the same as his first name with son at the end. And then the number one, because I guess Matt Matson was taken. Was it? I don't know. Maybe that's a common name, Matt Matson. <laughs> you can't really trust a dude with a name like that, I don't think. No offense, Matt. I appreciate the fact that you made this jingle. It's, 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 you know what? Actually, I'm going to play for you guys because it's really, really fucking funny. Okay. I'm going to play it right now. So pretend I just didn't talk for the last 17 minutes, I guess I've been recording for it. Just pretend, just pretend none of that ever happened and pretend you're pressing play on a fresh episode of Insanely Chill. And this is what you hear. Holy shit. Fuck. Oh my god. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. It's so goddamn funny. I um my favorite part was when I say Ty Lopez. Just in the middle, it's just in the middle, but it's like sort of cut off because I don't know, like I guess he must have taken that from some video or something where I said Ty Lopez. <laughs> so it was like Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Ty Lopez. Amazing, dude. Appreciate that. Um, don't know if I'm going to use it. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just play it like once per episode and we'll just like, we'll just like talk about my favorite part that time. This time it was Ty Lopez. <laughs> that was, that's so goddamn funny. It really is. So I appreciate that, Matt. Thanks for, uh, thanks for making that. Let's see what else are we talking about here. Um, I, uh, man. Last weekend, last weekend when we finished uh, recording Go Rodeo, a week from last weekend, we finished recording Go Rodeo. The Sunday that we shot, I woke up and uh, was like, "All right, uh, I'm. What should I do?" Like, I was uh, a little bit early. I got up and I live right close to this super dope donut place, and uh, it's like one of the best donut places on the west side. I'm pretty sure. And I was there getting a coffee and uh, got a coffee and was about to walk back to my place. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, I'll just get." why don't I get like a fucking dozen donuts for the crew and for the cat, for the cast and everything. And so I was like, yeah, let's do it. Got a dozen donuts, which ended up being like $48 or some crazy shit. I didn't realize it was like, you know, you know, you picture donuts, you buy a dozen donuts at a normal donut place. And it's like two bucks, you know, donuts are like the cheapest fucking thing ever. So I thought I was just like going to get a box of donuts and bring them and it would be a cheap thing, cheap, nice gesture. Right. Then she was like, rings about, but she's like, that'd be $48. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess that kind of makes sense to what happens when you buy like fucking handmade, you know, the maybe, you know, this is the place that has all the weird flavors, all the cool, like sweet and savory, you know, like maple bacon, even though that's like everywhere now, but people per- still pretend like that's quirky, you know? Oh, oh, you gotta get the one with the bacon on it. I know what you're thinking. 
Bacon doesn't really go with maple, but think again, my friend. Take a bite of that. But anyways, they have a whole bunch of cool flavors like tangerine and I don't know, crazy shit like that, right? So she's like, $48. And I was like, "Ah, well, it's kind of too late now. I can't be like, oh, no, Uh, no, thank you. Well, I guess I could do that, but felt kind of cheap, you know? And I was like, no, I'm going to do this nice gesture for the crew and for everyone. Everyone like worked really hard on the show and it's been a great, you know, it's been a great three months doing this shit. So um, I'm going to bring some donuts. So I brought the donuts and uh, I lay them down and everyone was like, everyone was like, oh, great. You brought donuts. And I was like, yeah. And uh, then over the course of like the next few hours, I slowly realized that LA is like the only place where it's a dick move to bring donuts. It's a dick move. It is because people don't, people in LA don't want to eat them. You know, LA is like a very like health conscious um, city, I guess, right? You know, everyone's like a model and everyone's walking around. Everyone's like worried about fucking how they look on camera and all that shit. And if you're not like an actor, then you're, you know, somewhere in your head, you're like, ah, maybe, you know? You know, if you're doing anything else but acting and you live in LA, somewhere in your brain, you're like, ah, I think I could maybe do that. Maybe one day, maybe something will happen and I'll like, you know, get cast randomly in something, right? Maybe not, but I feel like some, but I feel like the vast majority of people living here are like, are like, yeah, because it's like the hub of everything. You know, you're driving around, it's fucking every billboard you see is some billboard from some new show or some entertainment thing, like where, you know, kind of living in like, we're just like in this like entertainment circle jerk, just as if, just as like San Francisco is the tech circle jerk, right? Everyone that lives in San Francisco is making some app for the other people that live in San Francisco. You know, that's only specific to them, which I, that's like one of the things I hated most about San Francisco. It's such a fucking circle jerk. They're just solving each other's problems and nobody else's. Same thing with LA though. LA is just an entertainment thing. Like a lot of times you're just creating shows for like other people in LA, you know? So we're just living in the middle of this stuff. So I was kind of assume that if you live here, somewhere in your mind, you're like, yeah, I can fucking be an actor. I can do it, right? And because of that, everyone's worried about their appearance and what they look like more so. You know, we're surrounded by all the stuff on Instagram, just like proximity-wise. There's always people shooting pictures at the beach, always models walking around everywhere. So I feel like people here are like generally a little bit more, I don't know what it is, self-conscious, just worried about what they look like. And because of that, it's a dick move to bring donuts. It's a dick move. I brought them in. I opened them up. And normally, you know, donuts are somewhere. Um, you open them up and people are like, oh, great. And they snatch one real quick, right? It's like, it's like, hey, I'm going to grab them before they're gone, you know? But I opened the box of donuts. And for the first like two hours, nobody, the only thing anyone did was like lean over the box and peer in. You know, and look at each other and go like, oh, no, oh, looks good. Huh? Yeah, look at the, the orange one. looks interesting. That one's got bacon on it. Check that out. It's got bacon. You don't see that very often. That's a quirky flavor, right? And everyone's kind of like just agreeing with each other. LA is the only place where people have trained themselves to enjoy the smell of food more than the taste. You know? They've trained themselves to do that because it's like they peer over the box and it's just like, oh, wow, they smell delicious. Yeah, and everyone's kind of like daring themselves. Everyone's like kind of daring each other with their eyes to like be the first one to grab it, you know? 
everyone's like, oh yeah, it smells so good. You know, with their eyes, they're going, do it. Do it, Kyle. Grab one of the fucking donuts. I dare you. Be the first. No, do it, you fucking fat ass. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. I, I mean, I dove right in there. I was like, hell yeah. I brought the fucking things. I paid 48 bucks for this. I'm going to jam one of these in my face ASAP. And then when people finally start do, because people inevitably do, right? And what ends up happening is they'll just grab just a piece. Someone will grab like a plastic spoon from somewhere so that people can just take off like spoonfuls of the donut. I don't know. It's really bizarre. I do it too. It's really bizarre the way that works. Is that like people will grab someone, someone, a plastic spoon will end up in there so that people are just like taking off just spoonfuls of flavors just because they're like, well, I should try a little bit, right? I just want to try the maple one, the bacon one, see what it's like to have bacon on a maple donut, right? Those two things don't really seem like they'd go together, right? It's a quirky flavor, right? So I'm just going to take a little spoonful, see, you know, I won't feel guilty. And then, and then slowly people start doing that and that kind of starts being the accepted way to eat the donuts is that everyone's going to come by and just grab a spoonful because what's that, right? That's nothing. You know, that's not a lot of calories. You don't have to hate yourself for that. But then what ends up happening is everyone just eats like, the equivalent of like four donuts each instead of one. And then they slowly hate themselves and it's all because of me. And so they're all looking at me like, why did you do this to me? Okay, you know, none of us here have any ounce of self-control. Why did you bring these? This is on you, bro. Okay, I'm gonna have to hit the elliptical for two hours tomorrow instead of you and that's on you instead of one. And that's on you. So everyone's kind of looking at you like, fuck you, bro. And you're like, I just paid $48 for these fucking donuts. And you're, you're, and I, and I'm the villain here. Okay. I'm sorry, Kathy, that you can't portion control. Okay. I just ate three as well, but I'm just, I just accept that's fine. The fact that they, all of this is even a thing is is just it's crazy. It's just like LA, you know. So, moral of the story is, if you're ever going to a group function in LA, bring a plate of celery. No ranch. Um, oh, some funny shit that happened to me on the way to Chicago. Um. I, I, I flew Virgin on the way there. It was like my favorite airline, not because of the name, all right? I'm not a virgin for all the people that are probably thinking that right now and whoever was thinking about tweeting that at me. It's not fucking funny. Anyways, Virgin, great airline. Um, the reason why I like it is because like the, they're, they're always really good. Like the hospitality is very good. Is that the right word? Service, whatever, right? The flight attendants are always really nice. You always get like drinks super fast and stuff like that. But this time, this time it was quite the opposite because they were training other flight attendants, which I've never had before. I've never had that. And I think that literally it was like their first day because <laughs> they were like learning how to use the carts, <laughs> which I guess like to a person who's been on a lot of flights and seen like a seasoned flight attendant handle one of those carts, it seems pretty easy, right? You click the lock on the bottom and then you roll it down the thing. And it looks like it's heavy, but they're usually well in control of it. These fucking noob flight attendants 
had no idea how to keep control of this fucking thing. It was so funny. They like they was like they would like hit the lock on the thing, so it became you know the they would hit the lock free basically, so the things like free rolling, and then like we hit a little bit of turbulent turbulence, and they'd like trip back and like ram the fucking cart into like the passengers, and people are like, "Ow, what the fuck?" And they're like, "Sorry, I don't know how to." And then they're like so stressed out, they like forget who they asked for a drink, and so they're like re asking all the people. I've never seen such a shit show in my entire life. It was hilarious. It was so goddamn funny, except for the fact that I just didn't get my drink for like three hours. And by the time I got it, there was like an hour left in the flight. And I was like, well, this is kind of, because I'm like, I'm scared of flying. I don't like flying at all. I, it always makes me nervous, like really nervous. Like my palms get really sweaty for some reason. You know, even like I, I convince myself, I'm like, no, this is like, I, this is safe. Statistically, this is very, very, very safe, right? And I know that logically in my brain, I'm like, this is a safe thing and you should feel safe. But my body is just, my body just has this visceral reaction to fucking being in the air. My palms just start getting super fucking sweaty. So for me, having like a drink, like a drink drink, like early on in the flight helps, right? So I'm like sitting there watching these new flight attendants fucking stumble around the cabin with things and being like, oh, sorry, sorry. And I'm sitting there, palms sweaty as fuck, wiping on, wiping them on my fucking jeans, being like, all right, like, where's my drink, please? This is funny, but I'm fucking getting nervous here and I need my gin and tonic. Uh, I just, that may sound like a huge alcoholic, but it's more than I'm just like scared of flying and I just need something on the flight to like help me out. It's weird. Sometimes it sometimes it's worse than other times. Like when I drink a coffee before the plane, so I'm like extra awake. That's when I like most need because that's like when I'm most nervous. You know? you know, you drink a bunch of coffee and you're like jittery and just like super nervous for some reason and just like anxious. If I do that before a flight, that's just like the worst. I just need something on the flight to like take me back down. God, that makes me sound like a drug addict or something. That's not what I, I meant. Like you know, like like a, like a beer or something. Beer. Oh man. Um, someone asked me last podcast what my favorite movie was. And uh, it's Crank with Jason Statham. That's my favorite movie. Yeah, I don't know. I figured I would answer that question for all the people that are curious about that. <laughs> Although last night, well, I'll, I'll explain first why it's Crank because it's a fucking good ass movie. Crank is a great movie. If you don't think Crank is a great movie, then fuck you. It's a great, great movie. The, the premise of this movie is that Jason Statham gets injected with a poison. And if he lets his adrenaline drop, he'll die. So it's basically about him keeping his adrenaline up on the way to like finding the antidote. It's such a sick concept for a movie. And I and I get it if you're thinking, well, I, you're like that's fucking that's fucking cheesy. It just sounds like some lame action movie. Exactly, that's the beauty of it. It's like the dumbest fucking prem. The, it's like the dumbest, sickest premise ever. And that's why the movie is so dope. It's because it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's like this is a literally a movie about a guy who has to keep his fucking adrenaline up. That that is that is like if someone sat down and was like, all right, how can we write the most insane action movie ever? Like, what can we do? What's like the what's like the foundation of every action movie? And someone else in, in the room would be like, adrenaline. And they'd be like, perfect. Okay, let's just make it about a dude who has to keep his adrenaline up. That's so genius in the simplest way. 
right? And you could like take that concept and make it like stupid, like Mission Impossible type movie. But it's not. It's like it doesn't it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's shot in a really cool way. The effects are amazing. Like the like the visuals are really, really cool. Like it's edited really cool. And it's just it's just a movie about a dude who has to keep his adrenaline up. It's so sick. And Jason Statham is great. And the movie's like really funny too. Fucking great movie. But uh last night, so if you haven't seen that, watch that movie. And now you know my favorite movie. Uh last night though, we watched Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, Damn, that movie's good too. Holy shit. Y'all seen that? No, I forgot you can't you can't really talk back to me. Um man, really good movie. Like really good. I haven't seen a movie I could in a really, really long time. So the main dude in it, I can't stop seeing him as Eduardo Sabrin, whatever whatever from the social network. You know, I think that was like his first role like first like main or like leading role i guess it's not a lead role but like supporting role or whatever that was the first time he got like some serious screen time i guess in my memory that was the first time i really remember him in anything and and he was like the shithead kind of like marketing dude that tried to like i don't know steal not steal the idea but like get a piece of the action even and then like him and him and the guy who played mark zuckerberg were just kind of like clashing because the guy wanted to sell ads and mark was like no we're gonna make a social network and all this stuff and uh, I just can't not see him as that. So I just like the whole movie. He's like this like, you know, war dude. And I'm like, no, no, that's the, that's the marketing guy that wanted to put ads on Facebook. You can't, you can't, you can't pull a fast one on me there, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson directed it, by the way. Which makes a lot of sense, I think, because like the movie's like very much about like religion and so is Mel Gibson, right? Didn't he? He wasn't even the one that pulled all that crazy shit and he was like racist or something. And I think that's why this movie didn't win an award or like a, yeah, an Academy Award. It might have, though. I don't know. But it was really good. It deserved one. It was fucking great, man. Really gory, though. Like, really, really shows you what war is like. And it's just not glamorous. Uh, let's see here. Guys, I think I want to start doing it. So I'm going to post this fucking video today. It's going live. So you know how last time I was like, all right, uh, I have a new video that I'm posting and I don't know if it's going to be live. So I'm not going to talk about it. Well, uh, finally got notes back on it, made the changes and it's going live today, which is a Tuesday. Like I'm going to push it live at like noon or something. So, um, I guess I can talk about it in this podcast. Right? Yeah. Holy fuck. Okay. Well, as you know, the video is with Ty Lopez. <laughs> That's right. The most unlikely fucking collab of 2017 happened, people. And we did a fucking video together. And I want to tell you this story because I feel like I'm going to probably get hate from this. I'm get like I'm predicting. I'm predicting that I might get some hate for doing this, right? Because a lot of people might be like, dude, why did you go back on your word? Or not your word, but like you did a video making fun of him. How the fuck are you going to turn around and just do a video with him, right? But I think that's the whole point is I basically hit him up like after, you know, it was like a month after that video of me making fun of him went live and and um, hit him up. Uh, I tweeted, I was like, in 2017, I'm going to collab with Ty Lopez as a joke. And I got a bunch, got a bunch of love from people who I'd watched my previous video because they were like, that's absurd. That's obviously never going to happen. It's so funny that that 
you know, it's even a concept that you would collab with him. So right after I tweeted that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking just DM him and just see what happens. I might as well, right? You might as well just do that shit. Because worst thing that happens, he just doesn't respond. Or he does respond and goes, hey, man, fuck you too for making that hateful video about me. Okay, boom. That's fine. Totally cool with that. I DM'd him. I said, hey, dude, let's collab. That's all I said. He DM'd me back. He DM'd me back like right away and was like, was like, yeah, saw your video on me. Thought it was funny. We can do another one where I pop out. Ha ha. I, b- I believe that was like the exact DM that I got back from him. And I was like, holy fuck. Not only had this dude seen the video, but he found it not offensive enough to be like, yeah, let's do another one. Or maybe he's just, at the time I was like, maybe this dude is just that shameless, I guess, that he just doesn't really care about people hating on him to that extent where he's like, yeah, let's fucking do another video. And I thought it was cool. I was like, you know what? That's fucking dope, man. And so I was talking to his assistants for a long time about like when when we'd shoot and all this stuff and what my what my ideas were. And I was like, you know, I was, I was like, I basically would love to just like interview him candidly, but keep it like comedic and light so that I'm not asking him any real questions. Like, like I don't know, like how did you make your money and shit like that? Because that's shit that people want to know. But I feel like my only goal was to like get him out of his shell and just like kind of talk to him and just like be like have a, you know, basically show that he's a fucking human. Because my biggest thing is kind of like my, I guess like, I like to stay self-deprecating, right? So I like to like, even though I did a video, a six-minute video or whatever it was, seven-minute video hating on this dude, I basically wanted, my goal was to like prove myself wrong. And basically like, you're wrong for doing this or at least not prove myself wrong, but just like, you know, show the other side of it. That like, he's a human too. And like, you can do a video hating on someone, but like in reality, like you can also just fucking kick it with them, you know? And they're probably chill. And that was exactly the case. We went over there like a couple weeks ago just to discuss the video and like figure out like what exactly we were going to do. And then Noel and I went back like a couple weeks later. And uh, so this must have been like a week and a half. This video has like been in the works for like a month or two. So we went over there like a week and a half ago and just fucking kicked it with him and shot shot that video. It was like we shot it over the course of like an hour and a half or something. And it was just funny, man. He's like, he's like a funny dude. Like all of his roasts on me were like totally his idea. And um. Yeah, it was just fun. It was a fun video. Now, I'm not like, you know, I'm not like supporting what he does or anything. I'm not saying whether or not, because the big thing is like, well, is this dude like a scam artist and all this stuff? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know, right? I don't really care that much. I don't really care. My video of him wasn't accusing him of being a liar or anything. I never accused him of that. Um, I just kind of was making fun of his ad, right? I didn't like his ad. And that's something that like, well, we can all agree on. His ads are getting tiresome. You see them all the fucking time. But, you know, my goal was to just be like, ah, I'm just going to go kick it with this guy. Show another side of this guy, get him out of his shell a little bit. You know, what you see of this dude is him like reciting some motivational stuff usually. You know, but you don't really get to see some chill conversation with him. So that was kind of my goal. I don't know. Um, Let me know if you liked the video. I know it's a little bit long, but I thought it was all good stuff. And uh, hopefully I won't get, hopefully people will understand that. But I'm guessing that they won't because it's YouTube and people will just be like, hey man, fuck you, dude. I thought you said you hated this guy and also you're doing a video with him. All of a sudden you're collabing with him, dude, just just because you want the views, dude. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. When really, 
my thing was just to, just to try it. You know, it might be entertaining, and it and it ended up being entertaining. I'm really happy I did it. I'm happy I got to see his house. It's fucking crazy. His house is like literally like he he does live in that house, and it's huge and insane. It's got its own fucking dojo. Who has a dojo in their own house? What even is a dojo? Just go like there must be dojos that you can go to in L.A. You don't need your own dojo. But I guess he needs his own dojo. I don't know. He's a nice dude, really. Like, uh, definitely. He like offered up his house in, t- in case we wanted Noel and I wanted to shoot a sketch ever. And I think we'll definitely do that. So I don't know. It was fun. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed that video. Um, I uh, just more things. I got a video, another video coming out on Thursday. Um, it's a collab with Alexis Gisal. So that should be, that should get some couple chuckles out of that. Um, and then, uh, Guys, the OC podcast that I talked about, uh, me, Sam, and Devin doing is uh, we're going to push the first episode live on Friday. I edited it all and, and mastered it a little bit. So we're going to push that live on Friday. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy that. Make sure you watch the pilot episode and then listen to that episode because it's about the pilot. So um, keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, new episode of Go Radio this Friday. It's very funny. And... Um, I think that's it for this episode, guys. I'm going to go, uh, what do I got to do today? Oh, we're fucking casting for, for the pilot that I'm shooting in late March. So we're like figuring out all the people right now. So I got to look at like audition tapes and shit like that, which should be kind of fun, actually. This is kind of an interesting position to be in. It's, it's just like being, sort of being like playing the part of the, uh, you know, as a producer, you just get to watch all the casting tapes that come in of people like reading the lines that you're going to be doing with them. And you just get to like decide who, who you want to like read with basically. It's kind of funny, right? In, 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 uh, when I worked as a software engineer, I never liked interviewing people. It's always really like when someone interviews you at a company, they're probably just as nervous as you, honestly. Like it's such an awkward thing for both parties. You know, it's like you're the, you're, you basically hold this person's future in your hands, but at the same time, you can you want to seem appealing, right? So that if they're good, that they'll come work for you. So like a lot of times when you get interviewed at a company, the person who's interviewing you is just as fucking nervous or doesn't want to be there as much as you. But in this case, I just get to like watch audition tapes from people and just be like, yeah, I like that person. That person's kind of cool. That person, I don't know. I'm kind of excited. Should be fun. All right, guys. Uh, have a have a wonderful week. Uh, keep an eye out for that OC podcast on a Friday. And uh, guys, give this a review if you like it. We're almost at 200 reviews on iTunes and I would love to hit that number. That'd be great. We're at like 185 right now or something. So if you're one of the 15 people that hasn't rated this guy yet, why don't you just, uh, you just pop on over to iTunes. Give it a quick five stars. That'd be great. Pretend, pretend I'm a really, pretend I'm a good Uber driver. God damn it. That joke sucked. I start the podcast on a bad note and I end it on a bad note. That's my thing, I guess. That's just my thing. All right. Bye. Love you. I don't know. Do I?